Yo, 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 it's your man Castro X uh, coming at you again with the All Due Respect podcast. I think this is episode eight. And today I have a very special guest, uh, an old, old friend from Job Corp, actually, man. How long ago was that? Probably. I graduated in 2013. Right. Yeah, so that's yeah. some years ago. That's when I graduated. Uh, it's my man Corbin. Interesting right place, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about your uh, your experience at Job Corp, man. How you feel about <laughs> that shit? You, so, just uh, based off of uh, physical features alone, you're a completely different individual. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what changed? So, as y'all, uh, I guess you guys don't know, but um, back back at Job Corp, Corbin was a thicker male. You know what I'm saying? Now here he is, handsome as fuck. What's going on? What, Good what comparison happened? would be Chris Farley to Johnny Depp. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got called Jack Sparrow the other night. It made my night. I like that. I like yeah, that. That was a, that was a. I just uh, got tired of being fat. Honestly, I couldn't run. I couldn't uh, see my dick. Uh, that right. was that was one thing <laughs> <laughs> that bothered me. You really went through that. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked down at my looked down uh, and without sucking my stomach in, and I was like, yeah, I can't do that shit anymore. Yeah. It bugged me. So what kind of uh, things did you do? What did you change? Did you work out? Did you fucking just change your diet? What what, what went down? Do a lot you of know, coke? It wasn't no no drugs. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I, I was on a bunch of drugs when I walked into Job Corps. Um, just started smoking weed. They had me on all sorts of shit like uh, Adderall, Prozac, Effexor, name it, cocktail every morning. Right. You know, go down to the the um, go down to see that cunt Miss Andrews and. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was just, I just stopped all of it. I was sick of it because I was always wired. Um, you know, I naturally, I'm very, uh, I, I think fast all the time and Adderall was just one of those things. It was like I was on hyperdrive and I couldn't think straight. I was saying crazy shit, doing crazy shit all the time. See, I had no, I wouldn't even took you as a drug user in those times, man. No. You just seemed like a happy No, because I was on that shit since I was like in second grade. So this was prescribed to you? Yeah, prescribed for years. I had me really? on everything, yeah. Uh, I... I remember one time uh, they gave me Xanax, mm. and I for, and you know everybody. I think everybody goes through this at one point. You take a Xanax, and then you forget that you take a Xanax, so you take another. I Xanax. have a history with Xanax. Yeah. I can definitely uh, vouch for that. Yeah. So I was just sick of all that, so I just started smoking weed. But now I'm recently in a point in my life where I don't need any of that because I have shit to do. Period. Right. I just always have something to do, and that really was. Uh, the key factor. I also quit smoking cigarettes. Was good. Yeah. I play with my cards now, believe it or not. I'm playing black. Does that help you? Yeah. It also, it, it's the the feeling of having something square in your pocket is mm-hmm. something that uh, kind of helps. Like having a pack of cigarettes. I mean, I imagine not even just with the cigarettes, but your your brain alone, as you said, you, your brain's constantly yeah. going. Does it give you something to concentrate on? Yeah. Because uh, I used to think of it as like a. I had I had to have a mental break. Mm. I needed I needed to stop and do something that relieved me, but it turns out that um, I needed to stop being a little bitch. Go into detail, break that down. Why so, so I I would like it like I said it was combined with the anxiety. Once I got off the drugs, it was super easy. Mm. It was super super easy um, to quit smoking. I actually quit smoking weed and cigarettes in the same week recently, and I congratulations. I I, I didn't I didn't even think twice about it. You know, cool. but uh. I've been doing that since I was 13, smoking uh, smoking cigarettes at least, and then the I've always been on some sort of prescription pills until uh, I'm at the job for. Yeah, I got really fucking sick of that. So let me ask you, man, because 
our conversations in Job Corp, honestly, if, you know, if we're being real about things, were pretty fucking brief. Like, I saw you every now and then in passing. We, we talked a little bit, but not not really, man. I was running with my crew, AR. Hector, I don't know if you remember them boys, but... I was a child, Curtis. mentally. You were uh, you were child. full of personality, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, me now, I would have fucked with you. You know what I'm saying? I would have enjoyed you more. Mm-hmm. Versus back then, I was a complete douche, so... You know what I'm saying? I uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's real shit, yeah, though. Yeah, I, I had my nerds, man. I had Danny. And, and see, now I'm a complete fucking geek, so it's like... It's, I that's cracks I'm like, damn, out, I missed the fuck out. Uh, Alex Baker, man. Uh, <laughs> you know? That's right, I used queen. To, you remember his performance when he got OC sprayed? He like, he no, like I didn't screamed. get to see that shit. Oh, my God. It was priceless. I guess he thought that like faking passing out would actually make him pass out. And it, was just, right. like, it was like this whole thing. Uh, he was, uh, you know what I'm saying? I used to think he was goofy as fuck back then. You know what I'm saying? And then he became my roommate multiple times in later life. And we became no shit. real good friends. We actually recently have had to, uh, end our friendship. But, you know what I'm saying? That's neither here nor there. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, so like. Roommates, man. Uh, yeah, and that's what it'll do is fucking roommates. I tell but, you uh, what, dude. There's nothing against the dude. He's a good guy. Just, uh, you know what I'm mm. saying? I'm a I'm a loner. I like to be by myself, man. I, I like I, I like to say that Job Corps was kind of like br- prison college, you know, because a lot of a lot of people there, you know, you either you either made it or you didn't. Cause it was, was a last it step. was a mixture between a bunch of thugs and some motherfuckers that just something happened in their life and they ended up there. Like, where, why am I here? You know what I mean? Them thugs, man. Uh, I, I was just some white boy from Broken Arrow that knew karate, and so it. I, you know, you, I like that. I'm just some white boy from Broken Arrow, the new karate. Yeah. You know what I mean? As, as, I mean, as everybody you. was fucking with me to a, to some degree. Like Marquise, Singleton, or not Singleton, Bettingfield. Okay. Was he a uh, big? It was a dude with the bumpers for lips. Remember him? No, I don't know. There's so <laughs> many people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was the black dude. Um, he had bumpers for lips. It was huge. Like, biggest lips I've ever seen on mm-hmm. a human. And, um, biggest still, lips. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he stole my iPod. I knew he stole my iPod. And uh, called him out on it. But that wasn't even the the trigger. He so uh, like up until he stole my iPod. I knew he stole my iPod, but I, I didn't really know how to approach it. But we were shooting dozens one night in the room. I was sitting up on the top bunk. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember this. I don't. He's, Smacked but. me in the face with a shower flip flop, which is ha- which is like equivalent to spitting in someone's face, in my very opinion. Disrespectful. Now, you, you, fucking all your dirty, no need nasty, for nasty fucking <laughs> shower filth falling on that all the time. So I got down. He sat back down, and well, I just wasn't having it. I wasn't gonna punch a man sitting down. Right. And so, you know, I started getting louder and louder. I'm trying to get him to stand up and fight me. You said you weren't gonna punch a man sitting down. Is it some kind of Moral thing, like just, like kicking a man while he's down. Or? Basically, well, like, it's very I, I don't know. I was just, I was just like, Never I didn't know what I wanted to fucking do, but I needed them to stand up so I could get a clean shot on him. Right. Well, it was a six-man room, and the last thing I remember is pushing Brandon Bobo out of the out of the door, which mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done if I wasn't so pissed off. Bobo was a big motherfucker and was stocky. Remember him? No, nah, I don't. I don't. So I don't remember. I remember my crew. You know what I'm saying? I remember you. I remember uh, just so like I said, my crew and then unique motherfuckers like yourself yeah. that stood out. Uh, Reese Farmer. 
Very. I never unique. met Reese, believe it or not. He's a fascinating individual. I'd actually love to bring him onto the show one of these oh, days. I remember. He's in Texas. Yo, uh, I remember everybody talking about Reese. I remember unique people. Uh, you know, my brother Nick Morton, I still see him to this day all the time. KT, you know, I remember those that I was really fucking with or people that just stood out for some reason. And that's one thing that I, I, I liked about you, but I never fucked with you. You know what I mean? That was weird. I don't blame you. But it's not bad. The fact that you were you, you were you though, my man, and mm-hmm. that was precious and that was beautiful. You know, that's why yeah, I, I wanted you on that. the show. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just my eyes were closed at that time. You know what I mean? I have had a different mind. You know what I mean? I completely missed out on the young Corbin. I yeah. didn't get to spend time with you. Young Corbin was a lot. He was a lot, certainly. I can I see that. I wouldn't have hung out with the young Corbin. It was intolerable. That's why I didn't like the motherfucker. I had to change him. So, what type of things have you on? I like to dig, man, mm-hmm. on this show and just in general. I'm a person yeah. that likes substance. So, what type of things did you not like about you? And what, what have you changed? What is your mind frame now versus back then? I talk too much. I talk too much about people, that shit that people didn't like. Mm. I didn't listen. And uh, I tried too hard to make everyone happy. Mm. And it's a weird combination. It, it just ended up being uh, just like a, I don't know, like... It's just too much. When there's too much energy, how do you how do you receive that? It is it, you know? it is unbearable sometimes for certain individuals. You know what I mean to deal with. But I mean, my thing on all of that though, man. And if they, if that's you, then that was you though. You know what I mean? It People, wasn't me. I was trying to become something that mm. I was trying to become something bigger. You know, everybody needs to be something bigger than themselves. They need to set goals, something to work for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I understand. So, um, but at the time, I just was a little bit. Uh, misdirected, mm. certainly. Uh, Job Corps helped me understand that no one. Now this, I don't. This this doesn't come from nihilism, but no one gives a shit really. You know, you're not entitled for people to for people to like you. Mm. You know, and uh, and and calm down. That was at least my personal lesson. You know, and uh, being in a place like Job Corps where there's a lot of different personalities, it made me understand that. Uh, Maybe I should get out more. <laughs> you know, I, I really hadn't done much up until I, I went to Job Corps. Uh, you know, I kind of just stayed to myself, played video games, and uh, watched TV. So, do you, you feel calming down has helped you throughout? Absolutely. You, you're, you're, like I said, you're a completely different yeah. uh, individual now. Uh, like I said, I don't spend much time with Corbin, man. Uh, since Job Corp, I'll catch him randomly every now and then. I caught you longboarding once out of... Off Riverside. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot about that. I was real fucked up. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. my my short term's fucked, bro. That's all. Right. <laughs> I, and I think I've seen you a couple other times throughout uh, our time between Job Corp and now. Uh, you know what I mean? And like I said, a, a different kind of dude. Do you still share or still uh, have uh, traits of your old self though? Yeah, you I still kick shit. Are you still very much you? Yeah, I still kick shit when I get drunk. Mm. Yeah, mm. still like to. I could kick the top of that door frame if I wanted to. So where Which have you? Which is crazy. What? <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah, I where would, exactly? Where are? Well, what are some of your interests now, man? Well, what interests you? What well, right now, you um, right now, I wake up and I take care of the chows and the pugs. So currently, I'm trying to do my best to start breeding, and taking care of and showing, uh, chow chows, okay. and pugs. We have, uh, we, when I say we, it's me and uh, Donna Danner, who owns Four Show Paws. Okay. And, yeah, you can uh, plug that all you want. You yeah, know, we, she, uh, she, 
Oh, yeah. If you think you're going to get a pug from me, there's like a six-month waiting list, and then we got to do all sorts of digging on you. There's a contract that we write out to make sure that if you're unable to take care of the animal, we get the animal back. She also has sole breeding rights on all of these animals. It's a very serious business. Very I mean, you're talking about uh, breeding You're talking about breeding uh, world-class chows. Like these chows, uh, at least Sam, her, her, her stud male, is the best-looking chow, in my opinion, on this earth today. By what you call a chow, this is the best damn chow that you can see anywhere. I could pull up pictures, you, you can see that this is a bronze champion. Every every single show that this chow goes into. If you got a picture available, pull one up, I'd love to see, because I don't even know what the fuck a chow looks like. I know pugs. So, yeah, the pugs the pugs are cool, the chows are a pain in the ass, because they've got such a long coat. Corbin sent me a video yesterday when I uh, invited him out for the podcast of him uh, surrounded by pugs. Mm-hmm. And my instant reaction was just, what the fuck? You know, like, why do you have so many pugs? How'd you end up getting into, I mean, dog breeding? Serendipitously, that's how. So I started with combat roofing. And okay. the, the guy who got me into combat, was at, this is his mother-in-law. Now, that's Mercy, his daughter. Okay. And they're big, fluffy, awesome, cute animals, but they, act, they behave more like cats. Mm. So here's the thing, is, is each one of these dogs is five grand. Five thousand dollars. Okay, if she had thirty pugs, for if she could get thirty pugs, she could sell all thirty of them like that. And that's that's the vein I'm trying to hit because I love animals, but there's not much money in taking care of animals like a park ranger or uh, yeah, basically just like a park ranger is what I thought I was going to be. But it turns out I'm going to be an international pugs dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we just sent one to Russia um, this year, sent another chow to Chile, and then we're sending another chow to Virginia this week. And are they all coming out of Oklahoma? Yeah, they're all coming out of uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma from the Iverson Manor. We're mm. breeding them all from um, a mansion off of Denver. I feel like you gotta you got to be a certain kind of person. To, to you have to be extre- extremely patient. It's like dealing with children. You gotta right? have a heart for that. You know yeah, what I mean? it's real frustrating, especially when they wake you up constantly. I mean, you have to be so patient with these stupid dogs. Because yeah. they are—they're dumb. They're dumb right now. But the the thing is—is is it just like just like with children? They're very—they're they're very one-track minded. The payout is that. They're un, you know, just like any animals, they love you unconditionally. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a, it's just a treasure being able to work with animals that you know are so pristine. No one else has what you have, and you're able to give that to other people who also respect that. That's what I like. You mentioned on that point. You mentioned the drawing up of contracts and shit. Man. Oh yeah, that's, you guys do background. I've never heard of that, man. Yeah, too. we do background. You checks make sure on there's some good motherfuckers make for sure, these animals. Make sure that nobody has had any prior convictions because mm. um, some people don't like because there's a lot of money involved and so there's a lot of corners to be cut. Well, we don't cut any of those fucking corners and we want to make sure that we're not putting an animal in a situation. See, I like that you guys genuinely care. Yeah. It's not about the money. I mean, there's as yeah. you said, five thousand dollars. There's the money's there, mm-hmm. but. You guys take the time to actually yeah, the money is there, but if if we send one person a pug and it doesn't get taken care of the way that we want to, we have failed mm. completely. It's that's that's not the goal here is to sell animals. If I wanted to sell animals, you know, I'd just go smuggle parrots. Like right, fuck right. that shit, you know. Um, 
we want to we want to bring like the chows and the pugs are are very different, but they love the same. You know, not like Dobermans or or French Bulldogs. You know, chows and pugs bond for life. They are they're a they get one, along those they are a one yes they get along just fine. Um, well, you say and bond with the the, the yes they bond with the uh, they bond with the owner, and it's it's kind of hard especially when you raise them uh, to give them to somebody else because there's a readjustment period, but. Um, as far as that's concerned, they, they, they'll love you unconditionally, and we want to make sure that somebody is going to love them just the same way. You mm. know, nobody likes to be in a relationship where you're not getting what you're given, you know? Right. So we're making sure that that's what our animals are getting, too. But that and, uh... That's beautiful. Yeah. Do you got your own personal dog? Yeah, I got a dog. She's a she's a rescue. Her mm. name's Sissy. She's a pit bull. Hey, so you've always been interested in fucking with animals? Mm-hmm. Or? Always, since I was a kid. I had a I, I had don't rats. like the way I worded that. Yeah, well, I, I don't but fuck you know, them, so you know we're, good. we're good. We're yeah, good. Yeah, uh, we got. Uh, I had. I've had rats, because they were they're really easy to take care of. They just eat your food. You know, mm-hmm. they eat the food that you're eating, and they're real smart. Their lifespan isn't very long, but um, I had I had rats growing up. They were real fun. Uh, I had I had one that was house trained. Uh, it was, it, it uh, came when it was called. It was potty trained. It was. Um, it was so infatuated with us, it would break into our pantry and get crackers and shit and put them on our pillow. Because she was like, she was just trying to do stuff for us. She was a real smart rat. Really? <clears throat> yeah. And uh, real, it really sucked because they don't last very long like a dog. You know, they, they only get like, you only get two to five years out of a rat. Because they get cancer. Really? Yeah. I didn't know, I don't know shit about rats, man. The only rat I know is fucking Master Splinter. You know what I'm saying? So like Mickey that, Mouse, motherfucker. Yeah, that's God literally damn. that's literally my my knowledge no, as so far as the thing that concerns me is uh, it had nothing to do with the diet. Mm-hmm. You know, rats are um, try to stay close to the mic. <clears throat> rats tend to um, they get cancer, but it's not from the things that they eat, and so it freaked me out as an as an older being older and understanding like radio waves and how the rate of cancer. That we have today, you know, <clears throat> we, uh, if you have a rat and it's getting cancer, there's probably something around you that's also giving you mm. carcinogens. That's what's crazy. So, I don't know. I was kind of off subject, but it, it, it's concerning, you know, is, is, uh, if the rats are getting cancer like that, what's happening to us? I just think, uh, I don't know, I find it fascinating that this this is where your brain's at and this is where you, where things that you've spent time doing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know many people that fuck with rats. You're different, man. Yeah. Uh, fuck with a, tigers, too. Really? Yeah, yeah, I told you about safaris, right? Briefly. No, man, go ahead. So, <clears throat> I started working out at Safari Sanctuary in 2008. And um, when I started out there, I was, I was part of... I was just volunteering, and there was a guy named guy there named Pete. And Pete was a Pete was solid. Pete was a good dude. He was a Pete he was, was a ballsy motherfucker. He really was. He had a pit viper. He wasn't scared. Shouts out to Pete. He's <laughs> he's dead now, but <clears throat> he uh, he had a pit viper, and it's terrifying to think of. Uh, so a pit viper will coil up like a spring and launch itself three feet in the air, and they're extremely venomous. So okay, uh, he would fuck with that no problem. Well, in a in September 2008, don't call me on that, he got, because I started like in May, and it was a couple weeks after that that he got into the Liger pen. Liger. Yes, Liger. Those exist. Mm-hmm. It's You've not, not seen Tiger King? 
I'm bro. No, I watched like the first episode and I was done. I only watched it because Lori was part of it. Yeah. Mhm. I just the show was too goofy for me. I mean, I like dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? You but that show was kind of. You know what's crazy is that's how tiger tiger people are. I'm telling you, the um, the lady I worked under, she's she's. I mean, you're a tiger degree. person mm-hmm. to a degree. You know to what a degree, so, I won't own one because they're not. I, I'm conflicted about that because if you're not taking care of. It, to, at this point in, in the world, there's no more breeding. There's not really any breeding populations of tigers. Mm. So if you own a tiger, I don't see anything wrong with that as long as you're giving it everything it needs. Taking good care of it. It has a big space to live in, you know, has everything it needs as far as food, nutrition, um, enrichment. I don't see a problem with that. It's when people <clears throat> use them for show. Like Siegfried and Royd, fuck those guys. I'm glad that one of them got mauled. Um, <clears throat> when, uh, or like, like SeaWorld, fuck those people. You know, everything about SeaWorld can go fuck itself. Your fucking brain fascinates. Yeah. Keep going. So, um, well, Pete got a little bit too comfortable with Rocky. Which is I was, tiger. Which is the liger. The liger. So, male lion, female tiger. Okay. And so they're not natural. Like, there's no way that a lion and a tiger would ever meet anywhere. Right. And so you have to artificially inseminate <clears throat> a lion. No. You have to artificially inseminate a female tiger with male lion sperm. Mm. And you get a, a, a liger. And if it was the other way around, it'd be a tigon. A fucking tiger. Yeah. I, I don't know why it works like that. Does this change their... Uh... Personality traits? Yes. The characteristics? Yes, it does completely. So you got, um, when, when it comes to ligers, they're really vocal. Um, they make all the, the sounds of a lion and a tiger. They make all sorts of noises. You should look them up. I'm going to have to uh, do some research. I yeah. Think, the make, only time I've heard of a fucking liger is Napoleon Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was a real thing. It, so, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, incredible that they exist. So he doesn't, ligers don't stop growing. Mm. Period. When Rocky passed away of natural age, he was 1,500 pounds, which is about three times the size of a tiger that you would see. A Siberian tiger. He was a big motherfucker. He was huge. His mm. his foot was like this big. And for the viewers, that's about a foot across. An actual foot. And um, <clears throat> what happened with, with Pete is he wasn't bitter scratched. I wasn't there... And the guy who was with him, quote unquote, blacked out. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, jumped on his shoulders, and when his back hit the rock, it severed his spine. It was a clean kill. Thankfully, you know, I wouldn't want anybody to suffer. Right. But I kept working out there for years after that. It really, Lori <clears throat> runs has been running that park since. What park is this? The Safari Sanctuary out Safari in Broken Sanctuary. Arrow. Out in Broken Arrow. So, for those that you don't, for those of the uh, people that do not know, <clears throat> Safari Sanctuary and Safari Joe's are very separate establishments. Okay. okay. Is there a reason you mentioned that? Uh, because Safari Joe is a fucking creep. Okay. Tell okay. me to break that down. Go ahead and go into it. Um, if you want to waste some time on it. No, so that's fine. No, I want to warn everybody feel because. Free. Uh, he owns Safari Joe's H2O, and I'm not one to talk That's, shit. That's uh, where Big Splash used to yep. be. And, and 
He was accused of sexual molestation of a minor under 16 mm. by instrumentation. Now, that is a very specific charge. If it had just been hearsay, it might have been a lesser charge, but it's a very specific charge. By instrumentation. So, like, I really don't want to get into the details. About to... Yeah, but he's a fucking creep. Mm. All of his employees are underage girls. And I walked into that park, and I got the worst vibe. I didn't even want to be there. I, I, I literally walked in the park. I saw what was going on. And me, personally, knowing what that man was accused of, I turned around and walked out. I got my money back. That was a pain in the ass. It was a very upsetting feeling. It was. It was, it was upsetting, because I, especially because I know how much Lori loves her park. And then I see Joe walking around with this fake smile on his face. He offered me a job. Okay, so I go down there, I'm thinking, oh, I could probably work for the enemy, whatever. And they looked at me and they were confused, because I think it was because I was a dude. Mm -hmm. You know? And you said it was mainly young Underage girls. Mm -hmm. That dude makes me sick. It's a fucked up world out here, man. It's fucked right now, you know what I mean? Not even just right now, throughout time, but yeah, it's... All I'm saying is I wouldn't go in there, I wouldn't take my kids there. Right. You know? Do you have any kids? Mm-mm. No, I don't have any kids. So Thank man, God. Fuck that. I want to get into... I imagine you've met some pretty incredible people uh, throughout your journey just doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me a little bit about... Uh, like I said, man, I know little about you. Uh, part of the reason I brought you so I can know you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, where karate. Where did you come from? Yeah, tell me about karate. I'll tell you about karate because that was a huge thing for me. So I grew up uh, out in Broken Arrow. Do you still actively pursue martial arts? Uh, occasionally. Um, I'll just, I'll go out, I'll throw, um, God, I'll just smack shit all by myself. I had myself. another karate guy on last night. Yeah, I, I like to, um, I just shadow box to myself. I'm pretty quick. I like to, I like to kick things, you know, I'll set, I'll set up targets and see if I still got it. I fucking do, let me tell you. And, uh. You can kick the shit out of something? I can, Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Just fun for me, but also it, it's a it's a sense of confidence knowing that if anybody if anybody wants to use physical force instead of words to t- to end a conflict, like I'm ready for that, you know. And I've also spent a great deal of time managing my own anger and <clears throat> discovering what my triggers are, so that I can so I can notice that and not resort to physical violence. I don't like you know, fighting people. It's like mutually assured destruction. You know, mm-hmm. if, if, if I throw a punch at somebody or somebody throws a punch at me that's going to it's gonna f- throw a wrench in my day, I'd much rather talk it out with somebody. But knowing that I can go to that level and not worry about being injured mm-hmm. is huge for me. It helps me focus. But um, with you that... It allows you to feel protected. To yeah, it's like a shield, and I don't even need a gun. So a common know? thing, man, I keep hearing from between... I got a couple uh, mixed martial arts friends, man, and I've been... Uh, mm-hmm. contemplating getting into martial arts myself uh, for one of the reasons you mentioned I mean I have a lot of self-confidence but I know what builds that um, I'm on a journey for inner growth you mm-hmm. know what I mean uh, knowledge of self it. and yeah, it's things you mentioned uh, it, it left you it taught you certain triggers uh, all of that man it, you know that's it's one thing I find beautiful about martial arts it's, it's not the fact that I want to be able to punch somebody's shit in fuck that I, you know what I'm saying it's the fact that it leaves you with more knowledge of yourself than you had previous. The self-control it takes to learn how to throw a fundamentally correct punch mm. is a very big step. Being able to break yourself down and realizing, I don't have any of the tools, I have to listen to this old guy who probably doesn't look like he can fight, 
but he definitely fucking does. My karate instructor was the same age as my dad. <clears throat> now, my dad has trouble getting up three flights of stairs, but my karate instructor can literally <coughs> kick the shit out of a ceiling fan. Mm. You know? So, <clears throat> it, was, it was pretty impressive. I went to uh, Apollo's Karate at 51st and Mingo. Mm. <clears throat> the rumor was that uh, John's brother was friends with Chuck Norris. You know, and I don't know if you know anything about Chuck Norris. He's legitimately like one of the baddest motherfuckers. And I hear all the little jokes and things like I that. I mean, they don't, they're not unfounded, that's okay. for sure. He has seven black belts and different Bruce, things. Isn't he in films and things as well? He's in a film with Bruce Lee, mm -hmm. I'm thinking. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> if it had been real. Is he God still living? Yeah, Chuck Norris, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's still kicking. Mm. Yeah, he's going to take this. I don't know, man. He's He's a. <clears throat> Chuck Norris. No, I got my coffee. So, I, I started, I started, you know, as everybody does, this is a white belt with a mouth, and uh, it really just helped me discover where... Was this post-job corp? This is pre-job corp. Mm. I, was, I was a purple belt by the time I was in eighth grade. Mm. So I was dangerous going into high school, which is a bad thing to fucking be. Where'd you go to school? I went all over the place. So, I was, I was always the new kid. Mm -hmm. Which is an issue for anybody. And so pe some kid would fuck with me, and I would go up to the teachers and be like, hey, this kid's fucking with me. You guys need to stop this before I do. You know, and they're like, you know, you can just talk to him, right? You just tell him to ignore him, whatever. I'm like, all right, this, this is your funeral. And so uh, I had a kid break his hand on my face mm. one time. Um, that was in Edmond. Um... Thank God I didn't get in trouble for that. There was video evidence of that. I was good. Um, this kid at Centennial Middle School um, ripped my mouth up pretty good. He shoved me into this uh, ball pen. He ran like I've never seen a, a dude run. He was so they put me as a sixth grader in the in an unsupervised locker room with eighth graders, and uh, he pushed me into this ball pen. Messed my gums up, but pushed my gums up into the roof of my mouth, and I re he realized what he had what he had done. He fucked up, <clears throat> and so I ran after him, and he locked himself in the coach's office. That that was such a moment of pride for me. I felt really good about that. They they definitely they kicked me out of the school for that. Were you bullied a lot? Mm-hmm. Mm. I was. Yeah, it didn't bother me. It didn't really bother me because I knew I could head cook just about anybody. Mm. <clears throat> um, which is which is kind of a chip on the shoulder, especially when I didn't know how to re how to really emphasize it well you know you just you walk around as a chubby kid i was still fat so keep that in mind i was fat the entire time i was through school but i was still able to kick above my head and throw people right and so it was a very awkward combination i looked like a fucking dork you know a fat dork and instead i uh i don't know it was a it was unique you know i tried my best to make friends, but I was always ostracized because I was just so different. My brain operates on a very different level than a lot of people. Mm. And it's not like, it's not above by any means, it's just lateral. <laughs> it's, it's a different way of thinking, you know. In your own lane. Yeah, because a lot of people I know, they, they went to the same school, they stayed in the same house most of their lives. Like, I, uh, <clears throat> I have, um, I have friends that, you know, they're all they're all a certain type. Like they have the, they've had the same friend group basically their whole lives, you know, and they, they, they act a certain way. Me, I've always just kind of had to figure out how to do me 100% of the time. Tell me about that, man. What is doing you like? 
what is being Corbin. See, that's the problem. I had to figure that out. I'm just now figured that out. What's that like, man? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I wake I wake up. I don't stop doing shit until I literally pass out. You like to stay busy? I stay busy 24-7. Is there reasons because your mind's going all the time? Or? Yeah, that's what I needed to do. Holy shit, man. You know, I could have just, uh, instead of going through high school, I could have taken my GED in eighth grade and started a trade. That's what I could have done. Did you yeah. get your diploma or mm-hmm. GED? I got my GED. What trade were you in? <laughs> the medical office technician. Okay. Dude, I, I literally, uh, they, they looked at my application. They were like, what is this? I was like, I'm a medical office technician. They're like, what is that? It was a bogus certificate. And then when I left, they actually stopped that course. Really? Yeah. So it was bogus. It was all bogus. Um, but yeah, what I got to do when I get up is I just got to stay busy, whether it's the dogs, whether it's fixing up the Iverson Manor, whether it's chopping wood. Yeah. What are you reading? So right now, i am actually been reading the documents released by uh, Sidney Powell. Okay. Um with the election, mm-hmm. it's it's like it's a hundred some pages full of shit that they. I don't want to get too political, but it's it's a hundred pages. Be you be free. <clears throat> we'll talk about anything. Well, it's and everything. so it's a hundred pages of all of the fucked up shit that they've been doing over the years, hmm. and um, just to, I don't have all the information in front of me. That's all right, man. And it's it's hard to explain right now because I'm all jacked up on coffee. But I implore, I would implore everyone listening to look at this with an open mind, not try to put any labels on things, no Democrats, no Republicans. We all need to understand that Republican or Democrat, there are rich motherfuckers in this, on this planet that do not like poor people. Hmm. They think we are eaters, that we do not do anything but consume resources. They don't fucking like us. Okay? I definitely uh, agree. They don't fucking like us, man. And there is nothing that that they are doing for us, in my mind, that makes me... Co- so, they don't fucking like us, so why would they do anything positive for us? All this COVID shit, all these vaccines, man, It to me, it sounds like a huge power grab. And it's scaring the fuck out of me, you know? It's people, people talk about... Conspiracy theories, like conspiracies happen. Conspiracies happen for breakfast, guys. Mm. It's not. It's not that far-fetched for a bunch of rich people who really don't see the public to conspire against the American people. Okay. I mean, so uh, do you think this is a sense of population control? Uh, it's coronavirus shit. What I think your that. On this? I think it's the first step. Mm-hmm. Into something so you much think bigger. It's a scheme. It's I a think plan. it's absolutely. I do think it's a scheme. I I'm think it's a plan. I'm not fucking crazy. I'm not the only motherfucker thinking this. No, hundred percent. They want to chip us, dude. Yeah. They want to fucking chip us. That should be our biggest number. That should be the biggest ringer. Right now. All right. So. <clears throat> I know people don't like Trump. I know people. Do, everyone's scared. Like I get that. There's a lot going on. What you can do to empower yourself. Is read a history book. Yes, sir. Educate read yourself. Your, read it from the beginning, okay, guys? Like, it's not... It's it's. We can't just look at the last 20 years. we got to look at everything, okay? Because from the founding of our nation, you know, those those ideals, those ideologies are going to be passed down through generations, mm. okay? And as, as, the, as, the, as the planet... Well, not the planet, but as the country changed through technology and war, mm. you know, it's, it's going to keep changing incrementally. Okay, 
and the hardest thing to do is to take an is to take a open mind without any kind of um, hmm I can't find the word it's to look at all of this with a with a unique perspective not even really unique but just an out of the box something that nobody's going to tell you outright no one's going to tell you exactly what's going on you have to figure that out yourself I feel when looking into this going into things with an open mind uh, you know what I mean as you said no place judgment Nothing like to just go in and educate yourself. Yeah. I I, def, I feel like that's kind of what you're getting at. You know? Yeah, yeah, Go yeah, in. Yeah. That's kind of how I live. Cockroach. That's fucking gross. Uh, if y'all don't know, uh, I record off the phone. Fucking cockroaches crawled over my shit. That's okay. Whatever. I mean, it's, it, it is open. what it is. I um, like how you were telling me, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's, it's no, um, right now. Uh, no, we got a bunch of fucking cockroaches in the White House, let me tell you. And all like, of those fucking like people, all of those fucking people don't have our best interests in mind, okay? NAFTA, let's just explain that real quick, okay? NAFTA, the thing, the North, North American, uh, it's the North American trade deal that, that uh, Clinton did. Okay. It fucked us in the ass on the tariffs, okay? We need to be able to tax the things coming in and out of the state. And, and Bill Clinton just said, fuck that. Let's just bring it all in. Let's make sure that all... So all the manufacturing jobs. And the reason that America was so strong after World War II is because we had every single fucking manufacturing job. Mm. Okay, we had all the plastic, we had all the uh, the metal stamping equipment, we had all the guns, we had you know everything that was being mass produced was being mass produced in America. Okay, and they slowly started weaning us off of that because we were too powerful. Okay, and the American people were way too smart at the time. Mm. At the time, okay. Well. The, the moment that, that Hitler got killed, and I say that in quotations, the moment that Hitler got killed, all right, Operation Paperclip came into play. Now, for those of you that don't know what Operation Paperclip was, yeah, after the war, Nazi scientists were being extradited from Germany, okay? They were all in hiding. These Nazi scientists were the ones with all of this information from the Jews that they had been testing on. Now... As a politician, it doesn't matter what country you're in, okay? You need that information because if you don't get that information, somebody else is going to have it, okay? So we started buying all these Nazi scientists. How the fuck do you think we got to the moon? They had the V2 rocket program. A Nazi got us to the fucking moon. All right? That sounds crazy. No, I like it. You're my personal Alex Jones. Yeah, a Nazi got us to the fucking moon. It's just period, point blank. Even if, I don't, you know, I don't even know if we got to the fucking moon, but the Nazi gave us the best. Right, because there is also, we're discussing conspiracies. There's a conspiracy that that never even happened as well. The the problem is with the fucking moon, who knows? You know, people have said all sorts of crazy shit about the moon. Oh, it's hollow. We put nukes on the moon. It rang like a bell. What the fuck does any of that mean? You know, the earth could be flat and I could be a dinosaur and not know it. Who fucking cares? You know? Yeah. It's just... I mean, let this me, is my take on things, man. Kind of echoing on what I was saying earlier, just with a free, free, uh, free, uh, open-minded things, man. Uh, when educating yourself, all of that. I feel like the best thing to do in these current times, man, is to continue to just concentrate and better you. Get the fuck off of Facebook, and why don't you read a history book? Honestly. A, because Facebook... Do you it, not Facebook much? I try not to. use social media? I use social media, but like... Do you Tinder? 
I yeah. love life. My ten, dude, my Tinder is all full of fat bitches. I hate that shit. Tinder, I never had. I hate that. Kind of pool on Tinder. Tinder's not my. That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, because these chicks got, a, they have an array of cock to pick from, so they can cherry pick it's which dicks. It's not the same game for us. It's not, it's bro. Different. They could just be like, yeah, that's the dick that's gonna be in me tonight, and I'm stuck with the fucking bottom of the barrel. Right. I, and you know, I don't. Nothing wrong with fat women. You well. There's some beautiful. Humans if you wear it well, listen, I don't, I understand a medical condition when to I see it. To each their own, man. Yeah, to each their own, but Coming under- from a boy that was previously big, though. Yeah. He's like, hey, do something with yourself. I didn't like it, okay? I feel that. Go ahead. Your cholesterol gets high. Blood pressure gets high. You can't get up a flight of stairs get without- big ass ankles. I'm Dude, not a fan of the Dude, my ankles. legs, I've got these calves. They're the size of a small child. Mm. Let me tell you. Me and fat was probably the best thing for me at a young age. Are you doing any kind of working out now, or do you just longboard? And I longboard live? like a fucking animal. Which keeps your keeps mm-hmm. your car. It's a lot of cardio. You know what I mean. Let me tell you that um, I built. I've been building the Iverson Manor up a little by little by little when that's I get. That's VA the, as well. No, that's actually off of Denver. It's in the oh. Brady District. It's down the street from the Brady Mansion. Mm. Iverson Manor. Uh, it's a big yellow house, about forty five hundred square foot. Uh, Oh, it's it's amazing. It's I'm about it's to see that one it's, day. You know. Oh yeah. I yeah. Guess I'm taking. Um, yeah. What are you eating? Well, candy right now, but. Right. Um. So. Just cause to maintain how you look now, because you look incredible now, versus back then. Like, do you have a consistent what, uh, diet? No. Or are you just eating better? I uh I try not to eat, eat as less. much. Period. Yeah. What's when I do, I try to. When I do eat. Number one, I try to stay away from anything processed. Okay. Okay, anything processed like bologna, chicken nuggets, anything fried, that's also going to get you. But when you're talking about um, just like as a general sense of things, like when you're trying to be healthier, eat it, you can eat as much fruit as you want. Mm. That's something that people don't realize is like when you start eating fruit instead of candy, it starts tasting amazing. Eating pomegranates, you know, getting exotic with your fruit. Have you had dragon fruit? Oh, yeah. I was let down. Shit. I was let down on dragon fruit. It was. It's because when I bit into it, I thought it was going to, or when I, I cut it up, uh, I thought it was going to be, su- it, it looks like it's going to be super sweet, but and it, it's not. It's, it's kind of a cantaloupe taste mm-hmm. a little bit. I'm apparently, not mad at it. It's apparently beautiful. durian fruit, when it's real fresh, tastes really good. Yeah. Except it tastes, it smells like a, a hot fart when it gets bad. That's, that's Durian sexy. fruit. Uh, hot fart. You into that, man? I ain't never had it. No. Mm. Uh, I did watch this Japanese uh, porn with these chicks farting. That was different. There's Brazilian fart porn, if I'm not mistaken. The porn industry is different. It's, it's Oh, we could stop making porn today and never run out of porn to watch, this period. This is factual. What do you think about the porn industry? How do you feel about Oh, my God. Fucking stop, dude. I'm, this is what fucking I'm stop. Oh, my God. What's wrong with vanilla sex, man? I'm sorry you need to get hit with a car and beaten with change mm. to come, but you're fuck. Into, you're not into any freaking I, shit? It fucking pisses me off, man, because I'd be... I, I, do you I, feel like it takes away from the, the passionate intimacy? Porn? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, in a way, I'm just I'm just sick of these women that all they're just so oversexed that they need to be beaten or choked within an inch of their life to fucking come. I'm like, are we are we doing MMA or are we <laughs> fucking? It's so frustrating. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, do I gotta put you in a rear naked choke and then fuck you in the ass? Like this is it's it's too much. Ugh. Yeah, right. I had a, I I had a relationship. 
early last year that that ended like that when she she just she just wanted to fucking die. She wanted to break my dick off, man. Okay. It was ridiculous. It was just I couldn't believe it, and I never thought I was gonna be that guy to be like, man, she's too much for me. You know. There is a such thing there's as too much, much sex. There's too it's much. Like, chill. Can we watch man? It was Can we? You know what I mean? King she back? she would fucking hit my cock with the force of a small car, bro. With a vagina. Yeah. Not a, not a fish. Not a, no, not a, not a, no, that's not my thing. Yeah, that's a thing, too, in the porn world. Yeah, crush porn. And just punching the fuck out of some Yeah, I hate, I hate, man, when I'm going, I'm scrolling through my porn, and I see some shit, like a thumbnail I really don't want. I hate I, when they suggest shit that they think I want, and it's not. Like, like the algorithm you, should be better. Who are you to tell me, like, yeah, I don't want to see some certain things. I don't want to see shemale porn. I've never looked at that once. Why are you doing this to me, porn? But they'll suggest it. Yeah, they're like, hey, have you, have Nothing you escalated yet? Nothing against shemales or none of that. They're like, they all, I, think, but... I think what that is is people do escalate. You know, think about it. If, if Because I can echo on it. Go ahead. Though. You know what I mean? Because, look, you fucking take in so much of this fucked up shit to where you become numb and you got to continue and continue down this weird fucking creepy rabbit hole and then you're like me sucking toes eating booty you're yeah you wake up and you're watching all the teen titans fuck each other it's bad i've seen that it's a bad it's a bad day man saw the uh i don't know if we've seen the same same video probably starfire and raven getting fucked by all these tentacles so actually you know there's a really funny thing about that so the reason they use tentacles in japanese porn is because they censor dicks and Mm. so if you use a non-phallic object Insects, they don't have to censor it. That's beautiful. I yeah. did not know that. Thank yeah. God for tentacles. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. It's tentacles. a it's a little factoid. Thank and you, uh, Japan. we we nuked Japan into tentacle porn because mm. we left because they didn't have um we actually brought them comics we brought them comic books and which eventually evolved into uh ma- manga? manga manga manga. So this is that's the development. I'm gonna yeah. have to do some research into yeah, that. Yeah, do some know that. do some research. We nuked Japan into te- tentacle porn. I really like to say that. Mm. Um, but <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna call the episode. We nuked yeah. Japan into tentacle porn. You know what really bothers me is we'll all of these. We'll I, grind I, your gears. Tell me about it. Let me tell you. Uh, they, <laughs> these these chicks. I'll, I'll be talking to these chicks uh, sometimes at the bar or sometimes online. Do you frequent uh, the bar? I used to. It's really you depressing. You are downtown where everything's. Yeah, I used to do that real real frequently, and then it turns I feel out. Like you do good there though. No. 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 Um, because You're very charismatic. I feel like. You yeah, do that. but I just. I see too much of somebody when I start talking to them, especially when they got some liquor in them, and it's a real turnoff. Okay. You know, especially when they're they're very obviously just getting fucked up every weekend, and they really don't have any goals. Like, what's like, going on with, with like, yeah, what are you doing? Like, 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 outside this of this a big barn? thing for me, Kern, I've been spending a lot of time with self. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, if I don't kick with many people. I used to go party a lot. You know what I mean? As of recent... You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like it's a cry for help. If you're out all the time, out with your friends, just getting fucked up... You're avoiding something. Where are you bettering yourself? You know yeah. I mean? Build a fucking cabinet, man. That shit's important. Taking time for you is key. We were talking about this on a show last night, and I think we echoed on it earlier. As yeah. Well. And don't simp over bitches. Are you a handyman? Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? That's all I've been doing, man. Really? I, I fix cars. I fix houses. I fix people. I fix up dogs. Like, what do you need fixed? I'll tell you what you need to do for it, man. There's no... Yeah. I did a uh, carpentry for nine months, right? Job corp. <laughs> I don't know how to do shit. I don't even remember how they to do drywall. Yeah, it's um, it's not as hard as you think it is. It's 
so the attention to detail is very important when you're mm. doing something like that. Everybody, I think everybody with an IQ above 80, which is borderline retarded, can figure out how to fix a wall. And so if, if, if something like, like fixing your car, changing your oil, changing a tire, uh, replacing a sheet of drywall in your house scares you, um, quit being a bitch, look up a YouTube video, and go to a pawn shop and pick up those. it's all out there. All the it really is. is. Every There's single... no excuse as to why you can't. Exactly. Especially in America, which is... Uh, I don't know why these people like to shit on America, because my crew, my, my combat roofing crew, mm. they're from Venezuela. Do you know what the, the you know just just south of the border of us, okay? These people they work their ass off every day. They don't make excuses. They have nice shit, and you know why? Because they fucking work so hard, and they don't let something like a language barrier, or a border, or legalities of things let them get in the way of taking care of themselves and their families. They are a fucking inspiration, mm. in my opinion. I talk to those guys as much as I can get. Out of them because they're just so they're, they're really inspiring to me our crew um our milton he's the he's the head of our crew um moved up here when his brother got executed in the street because he got caught with uh some marijuana mm. in his in his country he uh there his the president of venezuela or I might be thinking of a different country, like Belize, but south of the border, people are just getting murdered in the street, and and we're up here bitching about some of the most nonsensical bullshit. You know, only getting fat bitches on Tinder. Only getting fat bitches on Tinder. That's a first world problem. Are you kidding me? I have it a is. I have it a really phone. I have a phone that I'm lets me see word. the entirety of human knowledge, but yet I'm looking for bitches. To suck my cock and watching tentacle porn. and watching tentacle porn. There's nothing like, wrong with tentacle porn, but I, but I'm besides the the post nut guilt, that is definitely something I need to <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so but you're right. People are going through real shit, yeah. and here in America we're we're so uh, short sighted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't see past our cell phone, past our own little minute issues in life. I taught myself everything I know about working on cars. I taught it. To myself, through trial and error, everything I know uh, about carpentry, I, well, I had somebody helping me, but also YouTube, it's super easy, you know, right. and, and, the, and the thing is, is like, if something seems too hard, or if it, it, it seems insurmountable, just keep trying. There's nothing, I can't tell you how many things I've fixed with just trial and error, or when I was real bad on uh, I was real bad on opiates for a while when I had a night job mm. and no matter how broke I was I could always find money for the opiates and th- and once I got clean it really it really clicked with me I was like fuck if I could just take that same anxious determination to get high and turn it into something productive I was once I once I figured out how to use that those chemicals in my brain to angle myself into a position where I could figure it out. I I started doing amazing things. You know I, I uh, what, yeah pills. Don't get on opiates, guys. Holy I mean that's shit. beautiful that I mean you took that and decided to turn it into something positive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean I'm glad you found your peace in recent years. I'm mm-hmm. glad that you're building towards yourself you know what yeah I mean? me and my mom used to snort roxy's in her um in her car really she was giving them to me yeah 
Mm. That was fun. You ever done fucking drugs? You ever done drugs with your mom? It's uh, weird. My mom tried to let me hit some tree before, but I, I don't smoke mm. trees, so. She would. Uh, she gave me. So she would. At the height of the opiate crisis, my mother was getting 360 30 milligram Roxy's a month on top of 10 100 mic fentanyl patches. To put that in perspective, so 360 pills mm. a month. You know what fentanyl is, right? Mm. The, the squares. Right. You know, she would cut them up and chew on them and then snort her Roxy's, bro. Well, and she was, How well, you feel? It would be safer to do heroin, in my opinion. Okay. Honestly. Not bad. <laughs> Seriously, That's dude. Fucking wild. Yeah. Um, the the um, the good thing of that is though they they cut her off because it, it was absolutely criminal what they were doing to her, and it it was because the doctors were getting paid. That was the whole issue with the opioid crisis is everything that the doctors were selling they were getting a portion of the the profits, mm. you know. That was the allure for doctors to keep prescribing these pills to people, and uh, and I didn't see anything wrong with it because my mother was getting prescribed. I was like, oh okay, I could just take some of the medicine. That's how I made it logical to myself. Now the drive to want to do pills was because I had a night job, which I wouldn't recommend to anybody that enjoys their life. I am a fond. I'm very fond of the overnights, but it's because I don't. I prefer. I don't prefer people. I love not seeing the sun actually made me very depressed. It's so peace. I don't like seeing the sun much. I'm just not a sun guy. You know mm. what I'm saying? I prefer nighttime. You know what I mean? It's beautiful to me. But so, with that being said, I couldn't handle it. It made me um, very, very depressed. I worked with real Russians at a at the Cherokee data center. Yeah. What's that like? No, you need to. So I worked in a... I worked Anything in the, you're telling me today is all new information. Okay. So, you want to play some blackjack? I actually don't know how to play blackjack. So we're going to figure that out. We actually only got like seven minutes left on the show. Okay. So. So, Cherokee Data Center is a, uh, like any other data center. They didn't make me sign an NDA, so fuck them. They had uh, non-disclosure agreement. So, sort of like a gag order, but... Um, if you like, say, if you work for Apple, they'll make you sign an NDA because they might you might see something that they don't want other companies to know. Well, uh, <clears throat> I got to work around the Navy servers. I got to work around the Obamacare servers, American Airlines servers. Really? You know where they would tell planes where to go. Mm. You know what I couldn't get next to? Period. I couldn't even look at the cabinets wrong. I couldn't look at the Coca-Cola cabinet and the Microsoft cabinet. Why is it? They owned our they owned our ass, period. Microsoft and Coca Cola. So the Microsoft cabinets were one row, and they had nothing else around them. We had a we had a employee walk up to a cabinet mistakenly, grab it, and he shook the handle because he thought he had the right cabinet, and they fired his ass on the spot. My, somebody from Microsoft called his boss and went, "This this guy's fired." How'd they know? They saw him on camera. Or? Mm-hmm. Somebody was watching the cameras at that moment. That's wild. If you saw how if you saw how big the mods were, you would understand how wild that is. Yeah, um, it's pretty crazy. But on top of that, I had to get security clearance. I had to get federal security clearance to be able to get near some of these servers. And I was working with Russian nationals who would talk in Russian next to each other. 
And it was real freaky because, you know, I don't know Russian. They could tell me that they were talking about soup, but really, you know, they were colluding. Who fucking knows, man? Yeah, it's wild. Uh, anyway, man, we got like five, five minutes, minutes left. I'm going to go ahead and uh, cut it, brother. I appreciate you coming on to the show, man. You're more than welcome to come back anytime as well. Cool. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's your boy Castro X. Thank you so much, Corey. You got anything you want to say to him? Anything you want to plug? Uh, international pug business? No. Any websites? Love yourself, like man. It doesn't matter. You know, at the end of the day, even if you're with somebody, figure out what you want because maybe it's not what, what you need. You know, I just yeah, broke right. up with somebody recently because I was tired of them making excuses. That's another thing you got to stop fucking doing is is all of those reasons you can't do something are actually excuses. Mm. And find the people that you need to be around because... You are the product of your environment. No matter how much you want to be, uh, no matter how much you say I'm, I'm not a product of my environment. You fucking are. Period. Point blank. The people that you're around affect you greatly. And if you want to be better, you got to do better, and you got to find better people. And the opportunities out there to do so. You know, Everywhere. Definitely... Even in COVID, I made this is the best fucking year of my life, and it shouldn't have been. Period. You know, I went out on a whim, and I started doing combat roofing, knocking doors, and it led into something beautiful. And that's because every day I woke up with the same mindset of get something done today, move forward with my life. I, I didn't have my license. I had $1,000 in finance at the beginning of the year. I'm taking my driver's test on the 20th of January. Mm. Okay? There's no reason I should have gotten any of that completed. And all because I tried to do my absolute best to weed out toxicity in my life. I like that, man. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, like I said, I appreciate you coming on tonight, brother. Had a good time chopping it up with you. You know, good. Uh, all right, y'all. Be sure to tune in. Uh, go ahead. Like the Facebook page with All Due Respect Podcast. You can catch us on Spotify and pretty much any other little podcasting platform where you listen to music, whatever. Uh, All jacked up on coffee. <laughs>